Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome to Affiliate Buzz, the longest-running program on affiliate marketing. James and Arlene Martell are here to inspire, inform, and motivate you with expert insight, interviews, and information that will increase your bottom line. Advance your affiliate marketing efforts every week on Affiliate Buzz. Now, please welcome James and Arlene. Hi, it's James Martell here. And yes, welcome to edition number 452 of the Affiliate Buzz, where we've been keeping affiliates inspired, informed, and motivated to succeed with affiliate programs since 2003. If you're joining us live here today on Cranberry Radio, it's great to have you with us. If you're joining us through a podcast on your smartphone, tablet, computer, or Wi-Fi radio, a very special welcome to you as well. Arlene is away today, however, not to worry. I have a very special guest joining us today, Jennifer Myers-Ward, CEO of Ebove and Beyond, and winner of the 2017 Affiliate Summit Pinnacle Award for Agency of the Year. And today we're going to talk with Jennifer about the award, and we're going to talk with Jennifer about increasing conversion rates and growing online revenues. Now, before Jennifer joins us, just a quick shout out to those of you who are considering starting a podcast of your own, which I need to believe that many of, uh, many of you are considering. I just read some stats over at HubSpot, which states that 15% of marketers plan to add podcasting to their marketing efforts in the next 12 months, which is also not surprising because according to the same survey, podcasting listenership grew a whopping 23% between 2015 and 2016 and is expected to uh, surpass those numbers greatly uh, here in uh, 2017. So if this happens to be you and you've decided or are considering developing a show of your own, be sure to check out our done-for-you services at podcastingmastery.com forward slash pro services. And if you're curious about what can be accomplished quickly with a show of your own, be sure to check out my other podcasts at podcastingmastery.com and specifically my episode with Allison Melody uh, of the Food Heals podcast, who shares exactly how they grew their show from zero to 100,000 downloads in just 90 days. Quite a story. And you'll find that episode over at podcastingmastery.com forward slash PM011. Now, again, I'm here with Jennifer Myers-Ward, CEO of Above and Beyond and winner of the 2017 Affiliate Summit Pinnacle Award for Agency of the Year. Jennifer brings a whopping 20 years of online marketing experience, uh, working with dozens of clients in a variety of industries where she has shown proven success in both the affiliate and email channels. She started Above and Beyond almost 14 years ago, which happens to be the same year that uh, the buzz was launched, I may say, and has evolved into a boutique agency focusing on being very hands-on with each client and giving each account individual attention on a daily basis. This dedication to each and every client has enabled their clients' affiliate programs to grow by triple digits year over year. Jennifer, welcome to the Affiliate Buzz. Thanks, James. Great to be here. My goodness, it's good to get you on the show. 
long time coming. <laughs> it has been a very long time coming. And, uh, I got to ask you, we'll just maybe just jump right into the, uh, to the award. What was it like to win the pinnacle award, uh, for OPM, uh, agency of the year? Um, wow. It, <laughs> anybody who happened to be in that room can attest to this. I was completely shocked. Um, completely shocked, had no speech ready. Um, my two staff members that were at the show with me had left that morning. Mm -hmm. um, I was incredibly honored to be one of the three finalists. Um, we had made it to the finals in 2015. So I was thrilled to be back. Um, and <laughs> I was completely stunned to be honest with you. Um, like I said, I had no speech prepared, which is evident, um, but very honored. Um, it's, it's an evolving industry and one that I'm very proud to be part of. So I think that that's why it was such a huge honor to me to be recognized amongst, uh, peers and people within the industry. Well, and here we are, it is 2017 and, uh, you and I have both grown up in the industry <laughs> and it would have been one thing to win that award maybe 10 or 12 years ago. Okay. But to win that award in today's environment with the level of competition and the pure brain power that you're up against yeah. in this industry and happening to be at the largest affiliate conference there is on the planet. Congratulations. <laughs> That's no, no small feat. Thank you. Thank you very much. So let's go back to the early days of, uh, above and beyond. What, what, what was it like getting started way back in, you mentioned, or I think it read on your site, 2003. Yeah, you're right. Actually, the show and and Ebov were born the same year. Apparently, so um, <laughs> it was. You know, I get asked a lot of times, "How did you start?" and "How did you know what to do?" And to be honest, I was 28 years old. <laughs> I had just um, had come back from Europe and Amazon a couple years before, and um, really enjoyed the online world and decided to give it a try on my own. Um, I was finding that there was sort of a need out there. People were asking me for my advice, my input based on my time at Amazon, based on my time um, at another company after that, where I had been really engrossed in e-commerce, you know, kind of the 360 degree view of it at that point in time. Um, and it was one of those things where it, it kind of evolved, it kind of came to me, it sounds crazy, but I didn't sit down and write a business plan and go, here, I'm gonna take this and go do it. I was getting a lot of requests. So in the early days, the first approximately five years, actually, um, it was just me. <laughs> so I was quite busy. Um, but again, when you're in your late 20s and early 30s, why not? Um, <laughs> no shortage of energy. Yeah, no. <laughs> now, different story sometimes, but no. Um, and I did. I mean, I hit the ground running. And it was very grassroots. I, um, I mean, I knew people in the industry, but primarily in Europe from my time over there. So I, uh, I think it was my first year in 2003. I attended, I'd have to look back to be totally exact, but more than 10 conferences that year. I literally hmm. Googled online marketing conferences or e-commerce conferences. I mean, I went to everything. I met everybody I could possibly meet, took every business card I could possibly take, you know, tried to keep notes. I would write handwritten notes to people after I met them. Um, and just, it was so grassroots. And then, you know, I was in charge of obviously every bit of it from being out there and meeting the people and following up and getting to the point of contracts and then the work that was me too. So, um, yeah, it was busy is what it was. So you, you, you're literally a one man show for the first five years. And then tell, tell us how you grew from that, because obviously once you, you start to bring on more and more clients, you need to bring on a team and start building out. How, how was that for you? 
Yeah, I did. And I mean, honestly, that was one of the first things I had to just accept. I mean, I'm kind of a personality type that's, um, you know, thinks I can do it all myself. You know, I'm very independent, determined. I'm like, I got this. I can do it. I can do it. I've done it this long. But at some point in time, right, you have to stop and go, okay, I'm not doing it so good because there's only one me. Um, between that and getting married and, and pregnant, and it was really a push for me to get some help. <laughs> <laughs> Things that you can't delegate, right? Um, yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> so I did. I hired my first employee, um, and she was amazing. And it's interesting because it turns out that she was actually working for my very first client, at, not at the time I hired her. That's how I met her. Um, and so we had a unique situation where she understood what I did and how I worked and came into their company in 2003. And I understood what kind of person and what kind of worker she was and, and her loyalty and dedication. And so it's kind of like we had a sneak preview of how the marriage, if you will, would be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it was, it was, it helped me to bring someone in and kind of let go of what I felt like was my baby and, and kind of my reputation and all of the blood, sweat and tears. Mm-hmm. But Um, it was great. I mean, it was the right thing to do. Now I'm going to get into talking with you about, uh, what's going on today, really, uh, after we take a quick break, but before we get into the break, though, take a minute just for our new listeners and for those who are not familiar with the language of agency and OPM, what does an agency, uh, or OPM do? First of all, what does OPM stand for? What do (laughs) you do? I get that a lot, actually, <laughs> and it's a funny acronym to me. It always makes me laugh, but it's outsourced program management, which I always say has not a very, um, you know, a marketer would come up with a better word for it. It just sounds. You'd, you'd think. You'd think. <laughs> you somebody, were. somebody in the industry came up with that. Whoever it is, I'm not insulting you. I'm just saying, as marketers, <laughs> we tend to make things sound really snazzy, and that always makes me laugh. Um, so it's. Outsource program manager or agency is just commonly known. And, and really, um, you know, they come in all shapes and sizes, you know, from big to small, and, and everybody has their different approach. But at the end of the day, it is a responsibility, this is my definition of the agency, to align themselves with their client and, the brand, and that, their brand as best they can in order to help them grow their business, um, you know, keeping the brand equity intact. Um, whilst recruiting affiliates and finding the right people to be, at the end of the day, their brand ambassadors and finding, you know, new customers for that brand or, you know, that merchant. Wonderful. Wonderful. Great definition. Now, I'm here with Jennifer Myers-Ward, CEO of Above and Beyond and winner of the 2017 Affiliate Summit Pinnacle Award for Agency of the Year. And when we return, we'll dig in and talk about increasing site conversion rates and growing online revenues. We'll be right back. Buzz coming up after we hear from our sponsors. Is your website hacked? Is your website displaying error messages or loading slowly? Even if there are no signs of malicious activity, your site may still be compromised. Websites, like cars, require regular maintenance to perform at their best and not leave you stranded. At Fjorge, our website maintenance experts can help you assess which one of our maintenance plans will best support your needs. Visit FjordDigital.com or call 612-877-3840 and get the support and protection your website and business deserve. That's F-J-O-R-G-E Digital.com. Cranberry Radio is your new destination for education, entertainment, and engagement. 
Get educated and entertained by our panel of on-air experts and peers. And engage with us anytime by following us on Twitter, Facebook, Google+, and LinkedIn, so you can reach us before and after every program. Located on our new social shareable live streaming player. Access the new Cranberry Radio live stream player at our website, cranberry.fm. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. TopSEOs sends you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let TopSEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Where affiliate marketing gets its buzz and mobile has its presence. Cranberry Radio, online anytime at cranberry.fm. Time now to hear some more affiliate buzz. Here's James and Arlene. Arlene, it's away today. However, not to worry. I'm here with Jennifer Myers-Ward, CEO of E Above and Beyond and winner of the 2017 Affiliate Summit Pinnacle Award for Agency of the Year. And I must say, uh, Jennifer Arlene said to uh, pass on her uh, to say hello to you. Hello. And of, co- of course, you and I have, uh, and the three of us have met up at many, many conferences over the years, uh, mostly affiliated summits. And uh, I'm going to ask you uh, what your favorite summit is after the uh, the break. I'm going to ask you uh, uh, the next break and ask you a little bit about uh, some of your clients like Hammaker uh, Schlemmer, which happens to be the coolest website on the planet and the best little <laughs> magazine for anybody, I think. It's got the best gifts and goodies and cool products and services. And I didn't know you managed their program, so we'll, we'll ask you about that uh, in a little bit. Uh, but now before we do that, let's uh, let's talk about increasing conversion uh, rates of, of a website growing online uh, online revenues. Of course, that's a common denominator. Uh, whether you're an affiliate or a merchant, uh, we're all looking to do exactly that: increase site conversion rates and grow online revenues. So, in your particular case, you've been working on that for for over a decade. And when you're working with a client site, what are some of the things you do first when you look uh, to uh, increase conversion and revenues? So in, in looking in their site in particular, um, I try to go through it completely blindly. Don't ask them questions. And I'm very, um, I'm a picky online shopper. And I think it's because, I mean, I started in the online world, truly started in 1997. So <laughs> I've kind of watched it from, you know, two picks of bubble gum to what it is today. <laughs> seriously. Um, so I'm very like a skeptic. So I kind of attack everything. So I go through it as I would, and, and just take notes, you know, are things inherent to me? Um, are there things that are concerning to me? You know, um, are things out of stock? You know, just kind of the things that, that we on the outside as consumers, when we're playing that consumer role, are very cognizant of, like it takes it a while to load, or what, whatever it may be. Um, but somehow when it's your own website, you tend to not see that, right? You just look mm. away, or it just doesn't bother you because you're like, oh, well, that's just because our IT guys are backed up. Or I mean, you make your own, you know, excuses in your head, but that person, if it's going to take a while to load or something's out of stock or shipping's $25, you've lost them. They're gone. So, you know, I always say before we work on driving new traffic to a site, it's important to make sure 
it's functional to the point that it's valuable to that potential customer. It's like you wouldn't invite somebody over if your house was a mess, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> in, in house first. Um, so it's, it's that kind of mentality. So like I said, it, it kind of depends on the product itself, right? You know, what's the price point and what are the things that are probably most important to that particular buyer? I mean, there's a big difference in what you're considering if you're looking at like a $2,000 piece of jewelry <laughs> or you're mm. looking at $50 pair of flip-flops, right? I mean, right. as a consumer, what you are looking for, what you're expecting the site to, to give you really, um, you know, our, our more slick sites have really trained consumers um, to sit back and be given the information, you know? So, you know, just try to put ourselves in the shoes of what that person's customer would be like given the product and how that flow feels to us. And, and it's always amazing to me, and that's a very good, good, that's very good advice to, to put yourself in the, in the, in the consumer shoes, because it's amazing to sit behind somebody or stand behind somebody who's not so good on their computer <laughs> and they're trying to shop online and some sites make it very easy. Mm-hmm. Amazon.com would be a good <laughs> example. And they can upsell everybody into anything. Uh, and other sites, you can't find things. Things are blending in. It's complicated. So how how in-depth do you do that? How, how, how close do you look? Um, well, interestingly enough, when we first started out or when I first started above, I did a lot of that because, um, ironically, you probably knew this, but I came from Amazon. That, that was <laughs> oh, I no, I didn't. I didn't know that. <laughs> oh, I thought you were baiting me. I was like, yes, in 1997. <laughs> <laughs> I, so, yes, I do have that approach. Yeah, um, no, honestly, I did not know that. Um, yes. So, you know, at first I went very in depth because I think it was like the wild, wild west of websites, right? I mean, you know, when you started back then, it was like a joke. It was, you know, it's like a brochure online. I mean, you couldn't oh, buy horrible. anything, God forbid, and it would take forever on AOL for anything to download. <laughs> yeah, I know. I remember it. <laughs> um, but nowadays, it's actually, you know, so many of the website platforms and, you know, e-commerce, I mean, even, you know, your uh, Shopify's or whatever they are, are really built to have the best practices in them, right? You're not really like custom building them. They're out there. So what we spend more time doing is kind of what I touched on before. It's not nearly as in depth because, you know, the technology is caught up. It's more from helping a client, like I said, shop from their consumer side. Um, And and some of the things they don't think, because like I said, they sit in meetings all day and it's like, oh, we got to hit these numbers and that number. And you've been in it so long, you forget, you know, what that looks like outside and where you might be confusing people. So it's more of a consultation while we're talking through other marketing programs. Now, are there any specific tools that you employ to help dig a little deeper? Um, Well, like I said, in the early days when we did a bit more of this, we did. We don't focus on it as a standalone component as much anymore. Like I said, it, it kind of goes hand in hand, in hand for us. Um, and this is going to sound really rudimentary, but we dig into Google Analytics. We kind of marry usability on our team. We all sort of step back. We don't tell each other or talk to each other about, and we put our thoughts and then we kind of boil those together and then look at Google Analytics because there's usability from your gut, right? And I mean, after being in the industry, you're probably pretty close. But at the end of the day, numbers don't lie either. So in my opinion, you kind of have to marry um, data <laughs> with yes. you know, knowledge because the data is telling you what's happening right now and where is this hole and maybe we didn't see it that way and maybe, you know, maybe the consumers are millennials and that never dawned on me that that would be appealing to them or not appealing to them or whatever. So um, I think it's, that's kind of what we do. We don't have a big 
you know, conversion to funnel analytics program because that's just not our core competency anymore. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I read on the website, and this is something else I didn't know about you, I'm sorry to say, but you also focus, and I I haven't talked to any agency uh, ever that has mentioned that they also specialize in email. And yeah. email, of course, uh, to me, it's the most important thing. Yes. What's your perspective on email? What do you do for clients when, with regards to, to that? I love email, um, especially done right, in my opinion. Email is one of the areas I, I worked on when I was at Amazon, actually. So, again, I sort of have that Amazonian mentality um, when it comes to email marketing, which in my mind means using it as a one-to-one sort of communication vehicle as opposed to, hey, we're having a St. Patrick's Day sale to your list of 1.2 million because I really don't care. <laughs> yes. um, in this day and age with the amount of data that we have, you really have amazing capabilities and built into a lot of the software um, to be able to segment uh, based on behavior, past purchase history. You know, I don't want to hear, you know, something from, I don't know, the gap or something about men's clothes. I'm not a man. But if I bought it before, you know, you kind of can make associations or over time, um, <clears throat> my habits, my buying habits, um, you can become more educated about me as a consumer. And so what we do generally is um, help with list growth and list hygiene and then help set up uh, everything kind of soup to nuts. I mean, we are kind of an outsourced email um, agency, if you will, in terms of the creative um, in terms of the messaging, the triggers, um, building out kind of the trees of communication, the if-thens, if you will, you know, welcome email, you get your 10%, we get those every day. <laughs> what do you do with that? How long do we wait and want you to use that 10% coupon? How do we speak to you? You know, and then if you don't do it in two weeks, then what do we do? You know, just kind of thinking through the buying cycle and the buying process um, based on what you see with your best performing customers, right? Where did they come from and how long until they bought? How frequently do they buy? Um, how much do they generally spend? And how do you kind of, I don't want to say duplicate your top performers, but how do you kind of get everybody else up to par, I guess? Mm-hmm. Now I'm here with Jennifer Myers-Ward, CEO of Ebove and Beyond and winner of the 2017 Affiliate Summit Pinnacle uh, Award for Agency of the Year. And when we return, I'll ask uh, Jennifer to share her biggest tip for increasing conversion uh, or where uh, a merchant primarily or I guess an affiliate should be focused on or something that she sees that is a common mistake. And I'll also ask her to share some details about her clients, including Hamaker Schlemmer, my fave. We'll be right back. More affiliate buzz coming up after we hear from our sponsors. Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white-label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrandsWithAZ for eBrands. Cranberry Radio is your new destination for education, entertainment, and engagement. Browse through our complete library of programs at cranberry.fm or on demand through iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, and Google Play. Don't worry, you can still access all of our great webmasterradio.fm programs at cranberry.fm. 
Refresh your bookmarks today to Cranberry Radio at cranberry.fm. Hi, I'm Montel Williams. Most of you know me as a talk show host, but I'm also an author, actor, single father of four, avid snowboarder, and I'm also a medical marijuana patient. Living with multiple sclerosis, I'm in pain every day. Medical marijuana is my last resort, and it helps me when all other drugs have failed. If you'd like more information about medical marijuana, you can contact the Marijuana Policy Project at mpp.org or call 1-877-JOIN-MPP. This is Cranberry Radio. Time now to hear some more affiliate buzz. Here's James and Arlene. Arlene is away today. However, I'm here with Jennifer Myers-Ward, CEO of Ebove and Beyond. Uh, now, Jennifer, let's jump in and talk about – actually, no, before we talk about your products uh, or the merchants you represent, what would you say would be the biggest mistake or the biggest tip that you could share with somebody who's looking to increase conversion? Through the affiliate program. Through the affiliate program. Um, I would say, and this comes from sort of the agency merchant side of things. Um, it has to do with, I always say this and it, it diversify your portfolio, <laughs> which makes me sound like some investment person, which I am. Um, <laughs> what that simply means is don't fall into the trap of the early days of just loading up your program with coupon sites and loyalty sites. And I say that with a grain of salt because I'm not saying don't have them. <laughs> I'm saying don't sit back and, um, you just say, oh, we've got the top three or five couponers. Look at all our traffic. Um, because we all have seen over the years that that can change and not it, not in the hands of the couponers, but in the hands of um, the wizard of Google. Yes, and <laughs> right? it can change in a minute. <laughs> yes, it can. So it's very important not to just go, well, our top two affiliates are the biggest couponers because that's great, lovely, but diversify that portfolio. Look out beyond the obvious. Find people who are doing um, you know, other online marketing, like vehicles of other online marketing that are using the affiliate model, meaning there's uh, affiliates out there that do pay-per-click. You don't have to hire the agency. You do not have to give them bid money. Um, you do need to monitor them, obviously, but it's in their best interest to figure out what words convert since they're the ones paying for the clicks. <laughs> hmm. um, so looking at that or card and site abandonment, um, you know, there's other ways of doing that, but this is a pretty interesting way to build out sort of marketing toolbox. Um, obviously, your influencers and bloggers, um, email and social media, YouTubers. I mean, really look at what is your product and where are your consumers in the world? Like, where are they socially? Where are you? Where can you find them? Are you talking to baby boomers? Are you talking to millennials? Are you talking to Gen X? I mean, diversify that portfolio and really dig in and figure out what aligns with your brand that really speaks to those people. So you're making an, a logical introduction, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about your the customers or the advertisers you represent. Uh, of course, when I saw Hammaker Schlemmer, I'm thinking, okay, now I'm going to change the whole show. And that's all <laughs> we're going to talk about is those guys because they're amazing. Uh, why don't you start with them and tell us about that program because I'm going to be all over it when I get off the show. I know. And so I have to tell you, James, um, they are not currently our client right now. They were. Um, so I can talk about the program. Um, they brought it in-house. It's in-house. Um, to me, that's a compliment <laughs> because obviously um, it was set up right. And, and when they did decide to bring it in-house, it was just some internal restructuring. Oh, and okay. we were able to really help them with that. So 
um, you know, they were, they were a great client to work with. And I agree with you. They have things like, I mean, I live in Florida. They have like see-through kayaks. I mean, yeah, yeah. Stuff. Yes, I'm with you. <laughs> I know, I know. I, I, when I get on an airplane, I always look for that magazine and, and then I, I dig right in. So tell us about, okay, so give us, give us a, a, maybe your top three uh, or, or any three of, of the clients that you'd like Buzz listeners to know about because, of course, we have many affiliates who are listening and they're always looking for great sure. programs and, and obviously some support by somebody like yourself when they dig in to uh, start to market it for, yeah, uh, for everybody. That. Yeah, we're good handholders. I mean, we are happy to help you write content, anything you need. But yes, <laughs> um, I would say, you know, with our clients, like you brought up Homaker, vary in size. They really do. Um, so on the bigger side, we've got Things Remembered. Um, we took them over about a year ago. I'm sure everyone always says, oh, yeah, I remember them in the mall. Like, yes, I do, too, for graduation. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, they're, they're a great client. They're unique because, you know, their competitors don't have brick and mortar, right? They, they're primarily, primarily, they're completely online. Whereas things remembered, you know, came from a more traditional background as in brick and mortar, um, and have evolved and, and it's fun to help them with that evolution and to, you know, be part of how to, you know, bring the newer generations online that maybe didn't know them as where you go for a graduation gift or birthday gift. Hmm. But um, yeah, so we have them. They're great. Like I said, they just actually rebranded their website the end of last year. And it's got a, a much, uh, in my personal opinion, it's got a fresh, very uh, light look and, and easy to use. And so I, I think that they're really, like I said, moving forward with as times change, you know, not just brick and mortar. Wonderful. And we'll make sure we got a link in the show notes to that, okay. to that uh, merchant. Okay. How about another? Um, so that's one side. And then we've got, um, got a couple of sports. I'm a sports fan, so <laughs> it just happens. <laughs> um, we have Steiner Sports Memorabilia. Um, they are out of New York, New Rochelle, up in New York. Um, they're the largest sports memorabilia company. So they sell to other people that you buy from online. They have some exclusive um, athletes like Eli Manning and a handful of others. Um, so they're very interesting to work with from the perspective, as you can imagine, on the one side, you've got avid sports fans, right? Like I'm a Carolina Tar Heel. So if somebody's selling that, you don't have to build loyalty to me. I'm in. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if I was that championship t-shirt, I'm buying it. You're um, already loyal. Right. So you've got that side and that's like, oh, perfect. You've got built-in loyalties. People are crazy. Um, but the other side is, is that you can't always affect what happens in sports, right? Hmm. <laughs> like when someone retires, it, it gives you a huge boom. Uh, like when Jeter retired, I mean, we were off the charts that year. I'm like, yeah, I can't really recreate the affiliate world around a, another Jeter retirement right this second. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so your year over year is really funny sometimes and like trend analysis and seasonality. Um, you've got the passionate people that are in it and your AOVs are killer. But then on the other side, you know, if you know New York or somebody doesn't win the Super Bowl or somebody does, you know, you're sitting there cheering for the, you know, for other reasons sometimes. Um, so that we've got them. And then maybe, maybe one more real quick one or okay. coming up against the clock. Okay. Very last one. It's a fun one. Dylan's candy bar. Um, Dylan Loren is Ralph Loren's daughter. And you've probably seen, I mean, she's got a huge store in New York city. It's like Willy Wonka in there. Hmm. Uh, cool. <laughs> and then lots of the different, uh, airports and stuff. And she does a lot of external things dealing with causes such as pets and stuff. So she's a really unique individual that gives back quite a bit and it takes a different twist on candy. You know, it's not just the usual thing. So they're obviously very fun because that appeals to my sweet tooth too. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. And I would assume that uh, listeners can learn more about your programs at ebovenbeyond.com. Yes, they can. 
Wonderful. Any other contact information do you uh, would you like to share? Um, I think it's all on the site. My email address, Jennifer at ebubandbeyond.com. Um, always get back to you. I answer questions of people that I don't even work with or just like, oh, I met you here. I had a question. So um, always happy to help. I really am. Wonderful. Jennifer, thank you so much for, for joining us today. We'll definitely, uh, we want to get you back on. I can, uh, there's so many other questions I had for you, but uh, unfortunately we are out of time. Uh, keep in mind that if there's anything that uh, Jennifer mentioned here today that you missed, that we do take all of the show notes for you, including links to everything she mentioned here today. And you'll find the show notes for this particular episode of jamesmartell.com forward slash AB452. And a final reminder that if you'd like to be alerted each week to new episodes, I invite you to subscribe to the Affiliate Buzz by sending a blank email to affiliate underscore buzz at aweber.com. And Jennifer, thanks again. And to our listeners, thanks for listening to another edition of the Affiliate Buzz. The opinions expressed are those hosts and their guests and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cranberry News Marketing and Cranberry.fm. Rebroadcasts or retransmission of this content without proper consent is prohibited. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.